Welcome to the Hot Mess Teaching Show. I'm your host, Danielle Alana. Here on the podcast, we'll be talking all things education. We'll discuss the good, the bad, the ugly things about public education and every hot mess moment in between. Most importantly, when you join me for a podcast episode, I hope that you leave this space feeling inspired, encouraged, and more confident in yourself and your own teaching abilities. Oh my gosh, guys, I have not recorded in so, so long, but I'm so happy to be here. Today's episode is going to just be a video not a video what am I talking about this is audio um this is gonna be uh taken from my youtube channel why I left teaching I feel like it's important for me to explain that and some people may have not have caught the youtube video so you may notice some differences in the audio I'm gonna try to make the audio as best I can make it uh louder if need be I'm just gonna try my absolute best but I thank you guys so much for subscribing to the podcast liking it wherever you listen to podcasts that really just helps me as the podcast grows right now I I don't know the state of the podcast as I am currently nine months pregnant and I don't know if I'll be able to sustain it and keep up with it but I do have some really awesome ideas so just be on the lookout make sure you press that subscribe button so that when I do post a new episode of the podcast you'll be notified thank you so much again for checking out today's video if any part of this resonates with you please feel free to share it on your socials and tag me at hot mess teaching but we're about to jump into today's show why i left teaching i've been an educator for eight years so nearly a decade um, because you gotta count when i was in school studying to be a teacher because that's just not nothing like it took me over five years to get my degree and now I've been working in the field for eight years. So eight years in education. If I get winded, I apologize. I'm currently six months pregnant. So um, I've been working for eight years as an educator. And I remember my first years, I have a podcast. So uh, I'll put the link down in the description below so y'all can tune in because I talk all things education. But I just remember the joy that I had in my first few years, like how I loved, I love teaching. And they say if you can't put your whole heart into something, at that point, you should take yourself out. So I think that's kind of where I am. But I kind of want to recap my last year, my eighth year of teaching briefly. I won't be able to encompass everything in this one video, but this year has been the nail in the coffin for me. So I relocated from Georgia to South Carolina, currently teaching in uh, the city of Columbia, South Carolina. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to work in an urban school district so I could teach students who look like me. Like I've always done that. I've always worked in the urban setting with the exception of three years when I worked in a rural school, but um, my other school before this was in the urban setting. So I wanted that same thing here in Columbia. So we can put a pandemic in the mix. The pandemic though, isn't the reason that I'm leaving. I'm leaving because how teachers are treated in this country. And it's not just here at my school, even though I work at a horrible school, it's, everywhere and how do i know this because i speak to countless teachers every single day on my instagram about just the ridiculousness and how no one will let us do what we need to do which is teach 
I thought that coming to South Carolina, I would be able to teach students, but there were so many regulations telling me what time I needed to teach, what I needed to teach, the exact subject, the exact, you need to be teaching text features at 8 a.m. and you better not be 15 minutes off of your schedule because we're, we're gonna be coming in and we're gonna be watching you. So constant observations my anxiety was through the roof because i i didn't know when i signed up in the interview that i was interviewing for a very small school and i was inter not interviewed guys baby brain i was getting observations like three times a week like literally legitimately over three times a week i came down with COVID. me and my husband both got it we were out well i was out of work for a month because I had a kind of a severe case. It was mild, but kind of on the severe side. So I was out for a month because after having COVID, I just felt so tired. Like I did not feel like myself. So I was out of school for a month. Two days after I returned, I returned on Monday. On Tuesday, I was observed. So maybe one day after I returned, I was getting teaching observations. And then that rest of that week, it was observations um, and some of them lasted for over two hours. The observation itself lasted for over two hours and they had to submit my observation to the State Department to tell if I, I know y'all keep seeing these shadows, I'm in front of um, a road and the cars keep coming by. I'm like looking at that in the background, like what, am I the only one in this room? <laughs> Anyways, I was getting observed for like two hours, two hours in one setting, getting a teaching observation, which was just wild. And there's so many other things, but just it, it's the disrespect for me, how nobody respects us as professionals. Nobody respects us to make our own decisions. Like there was so many things that I couldn't do this year and I was told I couldn't do it. Like they don't even give us permission to change the uh, background of our computer. We can't, we can't change the desktop image. It has to be the same for every single person in the district. And not only that, just so many rules and regulations about teaching as a practice. And even though I came with seven years of experience i have experience of how to move students i wasn't necessarily allowed to implement my own strategies because this is what you're supposed to be using this this comes from the district this is how we want you to do it we're going to come in your room we're going to watch and make sure you're doing it this way so my students were very behind and that made me feel of course horrible but what is worse than that is the demoralization of knowing that you have the skills and you have the tools to help them, but you can't because your hands are tied. It hurt. It hurt. Every single Monday after school, I was expected to stay at the school until 4.30. My arrival time every morning was 7 a.m. So that's nine hours and 30 minutes once a week. And that adds up, you know, and you have a 30 minute commute in there. That's a 10 hour day every single Monday. And we had just long, long drawn out faculty meetings where we accomplished nothing all year. But every Monday we were required to have them. It was just no, no real support from my administration, a lot of fake support. So when I say fake support, 
they would often say, we're here to help you. Let me know, bleeding. Let me know if you need anything because I'm here to help. But it was not help. It was always, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. And then you say, well, well give me this. I'm sorry, I can't do that. So it was fake, 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 fake support. I noticed when I came into your classroom, you used a drawing to model fractions. Why didn't you use something else? I don't have fraction bars. I was never given fraction bars. Well, you should have improvised. So it was just so, so much. Like it was so heavy. Just thinking about everything that I had going on in a new city, brand new newlywed, and then being at a school where you're constantly disrespected, constantly not appreciated. I'll give another example. I found out I was pregnant. Principal acted like he saw a ghost when I told him. Constantly referred to my pregnancy as my situation. And to make matters worse, there was one moment, one day, I had a very bad scare. I had a nightmare about school and I woke up in the middle of the night, it's four o'clock in the morning, and I had a nightmare like about school. I can't even remember what it was about, but I was frightened. And when I woke up, I had pelvic pain, like I'm hurting. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I need to call my doctor. I need to see what's going on, you know, all of this, I'm stressed out. I immediately start calling my doctor and then I wanted to do the right thing. So I sent a message, email message to my principals and I was like, hey, I may not be able to come in this morning. I'm giving you guys the heads up now. I'm waiting for a call back from my doctor. I went ahead and put the absence in the system just in case I need to be out. I was trying to be so proactive. At 5.30 in the morning, I got an email back that said, your absence is unapproved and unauthorized. And I just remember crying my eyes out in the shower and I'm about, I'm tearing up. 5.30 in the morning, I'm in the shower bawling just because like, I'm trying so hard to do the right thing and I'm constantly met with resistance. So I wound up being in the emergency room all that day the emergency room <sighs> just the way that I was treated in this state South Carolina has a real good track record for trying to get teachers license suspended so I wanted to quit there were so many moments where I did and I, I contacted the teachers association they were like well your license will probably be suspended if you quit and even down to when I did quit I turned in my letter of resignation that said I would finish this school year. And today's the last day of school, that I would finish this school year. My principal asked me, is this effective immediately? And he asked that question because if I would have said yes, he would have reported me for breach of contract to have my license suspended for one year. It's a game to them. It's all a game. And as bad as we need teachers in this state, teachers are not treated with respect the pay 
I took a pay cut to come here so I'm sorry if this video is all over the place but I'm just I'm just going off the dome with some of the things that happened and how crazy it was and I know that I'm not even scratching the surface of all the things but it was quite terrible. I asked if PE could not be held in my classroom because of droplets being spread in the air. I was told no, that's not an option. The students will continue to participate in PE inside of the classroom, even though there was a gymnasium. Like none of the things that they did made any sense. Like none of it, like our COVID numbers were so, so high and they refused to close schools. We were still expected to teach through it, like whatever, teach through it. And I'm convinced that I got COVID at school because um, I was fine. I returned for like hybrid instruction and one of my students was coughing and I was like, hmm, that's weird, but I didn't know what to do because we had just gotten back. So I said, are you feeling okay? And she said, it's just my allergies. So I took the kid's word for it. Three days later, I am sick. Like I got a fever, like it's, it's terrible. I called my principal and I was like, hey, I'm kind of showing COVID symptoms. I have a fever, he said. I understand that, but I want to make sure the kids are good. Did not care. There were so many times where they proved that they did not care about my life or my livelihood. I could have died this year and nobody would have batted an eye and I know that to be a reality. So that is why I decided to leave, you know, being pregnant and being concerned about my baby. There was an incident where I had to send four or five students, can't remember at this time, I'm pregnant. I was like four or five months. I had to send four or five students to the office because they were showing COVID symptoms. A lot of them just in my class started saying, I feel a headache, I, I have a sore throat. Come to find out, two or three of my students actually had fevers. They sent two or three home, but the others who were actively coughing, coughing on me, they, they, my kids were being so sweet, said, I've been trying to hold in my cough because I understand that my teacher is pregnant and I don't want to make her sick. So my kids were coughing on me and they sent them back to my classroom and said, nothing's wrong with them. So, like, what do you think? They should come clean my classroom. They should do something right. No, nothing was done. So, I just remember being so mad. And that was the day that I lost it. Like, I, I basically think about Jesus in the scene where he flips over the tables. I let my principal have it. And I told him I was leaving that day and I was taking a sick day. Like, I'm out of here. So if you cannot protect my safety, if you can't protect me at all, you can't protect my baby, I'm gone. And he was telling me, how could I say that I am getting ready to leave and go home for the day when I didn't ask him permission to leave? 
it's just it was just situations like that that happened so 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 many times and I just decided I can't do it anymore so I left I turned in my resignation letter that was effective at the end of the school year I am preparing for the birth of my son um, praying for safe labor praying for safe delivery and I'm gonna stay at home with him I'm in a very fortunate position financially that I am able to do so and I'm very thankful to God but if you are a teacher watching this and you want to get out what I want to say is don't just make a rash decision you have to prepare for that and you have to get yourself in a place financially where you can do so where you can decide that if you need to take time off if you want to leave if you want to step away whatever you want to do financially you'll be able to afford to do so and I read a lot of financial books. I saved my money. I saved for, I've really been saving since um, January, 2020. And it is now June, 2021. So a year and a half, I think, <laughs> I don't know, a year and a half. And I am in a place where I could say, I'm good. I'm walking away. Um, I know this video has been all over the place, but I apologize again. And the last thing that I will say is I'm not completely leaving education, but I'm stepping away from teaching. I don't know if I'll be back. I have a master's degree in education, so I do have the option to come back if I would like to do so. But as of now, I'm stepping away. A lot of people have been asking me about my next steps, and that's a boundary that I'm choosing to keep right now when I'm ready. When the time is right, I will share exactly what I'll be doing next, but I'm not quite ready to share that now. So I hope this video resonates in any way. You can check out me on Instagram. I love to connect with teachers, y'all. I love, I love, love, love helping teachers. So that was today's um, podcast episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. It was raw. It was real. It was everything that I experienced and what led me in the direction of stepping away. So um, if you stuck around to the end, you're the real MVP. I appreciate you. Love you so much. Thank you for your support, your continued support. And that's it for today's episode. And I will... Um, be around so make sure you subscribe so you can know when the next podcast is coming up but all right that's it for now guys bye